end. Hey guys, this is Jill and Jamie, and we are Teacher Be Still. Wow. wow. <laughs> I really hope you guys enjoyed that quality intro by Starship um, that was literally played off my phone and into the mic because Jamie and I have no idea what we want to do for an intro, and for now, we're going to revert to the 80s and 90s classics. Oh yeah, baby. Is that is this legal? Is it legal to play songs? I... I hope so because i don't need the law after me <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's so many seconds right yeah all i know is i saw the other day something about the birthday song being the most expensive song to play on tv what? like the full version of happy birthday how is that possible that's just like a song you sing in your that? i don't know anyways how do you own stuff like that hey y'all how are you we're super excited this is episode two officially and today's episode is going to be about boundaries. A little a little snippet about boundaries, because we could go on for days about boundaries. Yeah, we actually did. We recorded a whole episode <laughs> and then deleted it, because honestly, it could be broken down into so many parts. So this is going to be an ongoing conversation we have with you guys. We're just going to start today with two parts of boundaries. And then throughout the season, we do we have a season? This we is season now. one. Yeah. Um, we will bring in some experts to actually give us some advice and different people's perspectives to help us get through this. But it is a very important topic, especially for right now for those of us that are in education. So you want to get started? Yeah, I think uh, I think boundaries are. Boundaries are so tricky because they're so, um, like custom to each individualized. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's boundaries are different because our lives are different and we enjoy doing things different ways. And I think that that's where like the two things that we're going to talk about today in regards to boundaries, I think that it all ties back to our individuality because the first thing that really gets in the way when we start thinking about boundaries is comparison. Oh boy. What a hard thing to struggle with. It's so hard and it's so big in the teaching world because we're together all All the time. We're like siblings (laughs) and you're constantly in each other's face seeing how people are doing things. And I think that the comparison game, especially with social media and all these Pinterest teachers and ideas swirling around, I think the comparison game is is strong in the education world. And I mean, not to say that this is, this is, I guess, my experience, but most teachers are women and we already struggle with comparison. We do love our men. We do. Our, we our, love our we love, teachers. We love our men. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Lewis. Um, no, but for real, um, you and I had this conversation with a group of girls just the other day, but right now we need more than ever for women to protect, love, and build up very fiercely one another because yes. we are in a season where we, we really have all these rights that we've fought so long for and we're able to do these things. So now we oftentimes see women holding each other down instead yeah. of building each other up. True. And so today when we talk about boundaries, we're going to talk a little bit about how to change your thinking to 
not think of boundaries as a negative and come from a fear standpoint, but think of boundaries as a positive. And so when my boundaries are different than your boundaries as a teacher, it's more about promoting that for each other and making it a positive thing than it is comparing why am I doing it this way and she's doing it this way. Why do I host two clubs and she doesn't host any oh God, hosts? The clubs. That's not the right word. Clubs. Sponsor. Jeez, <laughs> I can think of it. Sponsor. And so... Why do I have 30 duties and she only has lunch? <laughs> yes, which I have to say, I taught high school. I'm not going to lie. Lunch duty was the worst. I, I hate lunch duty and I taught elementary. We had to push the tray. So... At my kids' school, they get up and and they throw their own trash away. But at my high school, we would have to push the big trash cans around, and Ew. we would pick up their trays and put Ew. it. In, uh huh. What the heck? I know. And they ate a lot of cheese, like nacho <laughs> cheese. I'm not joking you. Like every single item in the cafeteria had nacho cheese, and it was the worst. <laughs> okay. I know. What I, makes I just, you want to throw up? So I'm just saying, lunch duty. Is pretty awful. But but what do you do? <laughs> what do you do when you feel like I'm doing like one of the things I struggle with with boundaries is that sometimes I feel like I'm not doing enough, and if I set these boundaries, like I'm going to get behind. So it really ties in to the other thing we talk about today, which is fear. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm afraid to set boundaries because I'm afraid I'm going to fall behind. I'm afraid what's going to happen if I don't do X, Y, Z. Um, I'm scared to make a change. I don't want to do things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm scared of letting go of how I've been doing it or whatever. Yeah. So, um, Which honestly stems from not having good enough boundaries. Because when really, you're yeah. scared of letting go of an old habit, it's typically because you're more afraid of the time commitment to learn a new, a new one. Ha- yes. Yeah. So effective boundaries really would help that in a sense, which is kind of full circle. Yeah. Right? But they're all, it's kind of intertwined. We've got comparison and fear being the two things that really impact our ability to set good boundaries and maintain good boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the problems is when you talked about comparison, where I think, that 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 girl that teacher over there she's not doing enough she's not doing as not as much as I am Mm -hmm. well it might appear that way but Mm -hmm. she could very well be super efficient throughout her day and you just don't see it or maybe she takes her work home yeah totally because for me when I started in education I wasn't married and I didn't have children so I stayed late talking about sponsoring clubs I did all these things, you know, mm-hmm. um, I was department head and Mustang Academy tutor and I coach varsity softball because in that season of life, I didn't have to have boundaries to when I needed to be home. Right. But two years ago when I had two very active kids, now I'm married, I had to leave because my kids had to be at their practice by 530. I didn't right. have an option. So I had to learn different ways to get my work done, whether that be being more efficient during my lunch break or, um, you know, just during the day in general, or that meant that I had to take some work home with me in the evenings or work on the weekends. Well, people in my building didn't see me working at home. So it may have appeared that, oh, she's She's leaving. leaving. Yes. She never stays. How does she get it all done? And that just goes to show why relationships with your teachers down your hallway and in your building are, and in your department are so, so important. Yeah, getting to know each other, your life. Because once yes. you get a view into each other's lives, 
you tend to be more sympathetic towards their situation yeah. and the choices that are, they're making about their own boundaries. Yeah, and it does stop the comparison. Like when you yeah. know the actual details of why I'm leaving, that allows you to no longer think, oh, she's not doing it. Because that's where your mind tends to turn. I mean, that's pretty yeah. natural. And, you, and I think, you know, back to the fear factor too that's tied in here is that you feel like if you don't do something, you're going to let somebody or something down. Mm -hmm. Like I, if I don't do this, somebody else is going to have to pick up my slack. Absolutely. And I think that that is a, that's where boundaries become really challenging because you have to know your priorities and mm -hmm. our health and our families, our loved ones have to come before our jobs. Yeah. And I think that is so hard with teaching because when you're dealing with students and children, you feel like you have this obligation to them mm -hmm. and you forget that you've been blessed with these loved ones in your lives or your children or this body that you need to sustain throughout your job. Mm -hmm. And if you're not taking care of those things first, you're eventually going to get burnt out. You're going to be bitter. You're going to hit your job. You're going to leave the industry sooner than you would have had you stayed healthy. So I think that that fear of letting others down, you have to say, well, what if I let my family down? Mm -hmm. You know, what if I can't, what if I run myself into the ground and I end up being sick and now I can't work and I'm in the hospital and now we have medical bills and, and then it snowballs and, oh, yeah. and then who you're letting down. Yeah. I think the short term effect of the fear sometimes weighs heavy on us. We're not, we don't, we're missing the forest for the trees. Yeah. Like long term wise in our career, we need teachers who are healthy, healthy, consistent, committed, and um, in order to do that, you have to have good boundaries in yeah. order to stay for the long run, which is super important. Um, we, we can't lose any more good teachers. We're losing good teachers um, for a lot of different reasons. But I would say for us, the three things that we focus on at Teacher Be Still are, when we call them three pillars, spiritual health, mental health, and physical health. And we use those as setting priorities. So you kind of talked about priorities there. And I would say that there's two ways to look at priorities in your personal life and then priorities that you have within your job. So overall, you have to weigh the, and balance both of those things. So personally, what priorities do you have for your wellness? And you mm -hmm. have to keep those in mind when you're setting boundaries at school because your to-do list as a teacher, as a counselor, etc. It, it will never end. There will never. literally always be something there for you yeah. to do. <clears throat> so we say this a lot, like, you have to feel good about what you did accomplish instead of hyper-focusing on the things you didn't get done. So true. Because that just creates stress. Yeah. And so um, that makes you want to like say, well, just today. Um, and just today bleeds into everything you do. And so priority-wise, everybody's going to have different priorities. We talked about this. It's very individualized. Uh, season of life really matters when setting boundaries and knowing mm -hmm. your priorities. And when you are at home and you have kids and they have to be picked up and they have all this, but those become a part of your priorities. But there will become a season of life where maybe you're an empty nester and you no longer have that as a priority. And then let's look at the, the work priorities. What is the most important thing that our students are getting the education that they are required to get. And then you have grades and then you have data. Nope. And <laughs> I hate that's data. a that's like a word a Jill word. does not like me to say. <laughs> um but you have all these other priorities. You have staff meetings that you're required to go to. And so then you have to look at those and you have to balance those personal priorities with your work priorities. 
and then find out the boundaries that will work for you. Yeah, and and facing, I, I think just stepping out because once I started putting boundaries in place for myself, I realized, A, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can say no without letting people down. I can say no and establish like who I am as a teacher and I can say no and still get the right things done. Because when I started to say no, I started to leave at my contracted time. I stopped working on the weekends and it was all because I just said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to take a million grades. I'm going to take the minimum amount of grades and they're going to be grades that are reflective of my students' achievements and what they're capable of, but I'm not going to take a million grades. I'm going to throw those papers away. I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm going to file them in file 13. It's going to happen because I know my kids. Right. And ultimately that's all that matters at the end of the day that we know our kids, we know where they're at and we're able to provide them the education and the stability that they need as little humans. And I think the fear of losing your job oh yeah big time. is so great because teachers are like if i don't do that then i'm then you know what if they fire me or what if they don't consider me for this job that i really want mm-hmm. you know i really want to get promoted or when i yeah. even get promoted in teaching well, i want a different yeah. position yes yeah yeah i want to be moved around but i think that we we so focus on that and get caught up in that culture of education which is like always going always mm-hmm. going and they kind of make you feel like you've got to do it and you have this fear of what if I don't what's going to happen if I don't do that and once you step out and actually make the choice to say I am leaving I'm going to go home and be with my family I'm going to cook a meal and actually sit down with my family or Mm. I'm going to go for a walk when I get home or I'm going to sit down and have a glass of wine and I'm going to binge on Netflix (laughs) so that I cannot like just have a moment where my brain is at peace it, because we deserve it. It doesn't, we don't have to justify your boundaries, our boundaries. Yes. I think that is something that's so, so important is that we try to justify there, there is no need for justification. Your no. wellness is the only thing that justifies your boundaries. Like, do you want me to come to work tomorrow? Right. Like, do you want me to keep this job? And honestly, Jill, we've had this conversation a lot and not just with each other, but like within administration in schools, we've talked about the difference between investing in your teacher's health today and yes. what that will save you in the long run. So when we're talking about comparison, it costs a lot to, uh, right. to lose Sub, teachers. or yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all the, all the things. So I think that... You know, for me personally, my personality is, um, I think through steps on what needs to be done. And I can see that in an instant, I can know that if I need to walk to the copier, I can also do five other things along mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. And because of that, for just my personality, I tend to be a more efficient person and get things done and not everybody has that personality and so some people work really great outside of hours right they they just they just happen to work better you know once the building's empty and Mm -hmm. or they take it home yeah and they're they're able to do it there so one thing that I want everybody to consider is one build relationships with the people around you so you know what season of life they're in and you don't judge the decisions that they make and the boundaries they choose for themselves because they will never look the exact same as they are for you yeah and And, they'll understand yours yes and that will start changing the atmosphere within your building you will one be happier and more relatable to each other because you're now going to have this kind of foundation this relationship and understanding and empathy with each other but then also just kind of normalizing 
like discussing why you have certain boundaries in place. It doesn't have to be hidden because, and I think a lot of times we do hide them because we are fearful that if we say it out loud, then we may lose our job or someone will look at us in a negative light. So kind of normalize those conversations with one another. And then also just realizing for your own self personally, what kind of teacher are you? Yeah. Are you very efficient in the classroom, which allows you to get more done or are you not? And if you happen to fall in the side of, I'm not that efficient in my room and that just happens to be who you are, then coming to that understanding that you may stay later than everybody else mm-hmm. to get the things done. Yeah. And break and being willing to break some bad habits. Yes. I do know like that was something that I had to make a choice was that I'm not going to shop on Amazon on my lunch break instead <laughs> and and the, you know that's a reality you can do that that right, that yeah. could be a boundary oh, 100%, for some people yes. you know like taking your break as a break i wanted to work through my break because i wanted to be able to come home but it sucks that we have to make that choice and oh, i yeah. think that that's the reality of education is that some things just suck mm-hmm. and that and they're not going to change for a really long time if ever but mm-hmm. you have to make the choice. Like I, I wanted to work through my breaks. I would lock my door shut, turn off my light, pretend I was not there, whatever I had to do so that I could get things done. But I, I just didn't want to work at night. And so that's why I made that choice. But I think um, if we can encourage you guys in anything when it comes to boundaries, and like I said, like Jamie said, this is a loaded topic and mm-hmm. we could go on for days, but we're going to bring in some professionals that can give us better insight into, into other tips and tricks for setting boundaries. But we want to encourage you guys that um, stop the comparison race because, I mean, it's always going to be there for the taking if you allow it. So instead of comparing, build relationships so that you can get to know each other and empathize with one another's um, situations. And then also don't let fear dictate your choices because um, there's so many things that fear could be um, leading when it comes to setting boundaries. But ultimately, your family, your loved ones, your wellness all together as a whole person should always come before your job. And if you have to make the choices to do that, then that's what you've got to do because it's more important that you are there for everybody than it is that you're there for every single checklist on that to-do list. So um, that's what we want to leave you guys with today um, as as we just tip of the iceberg for boundaries and if you've got any tips or tricks or things that you do to set boundaries we would love to hear about them Um, feel free to share them with us via email we can post them on social media but we would love to hear what you guys are doing to set healthy boundaries for yourselves and don't forget we have some boundary resources on our site that you can download and work through that will kind of help you through this topic and they're all for free so just hop on to the Educators Mercantile and you can go to our resources tab and then we have tons of resources and some that are specifically for boundaries. We also have a teacher pay teacher account where you can download the same resources all again for free and they're just kind of there to help guide you. And I just want to end this by saying like you guys are the best at encouraging each other and you said something the other day, Jill, and I'm going to say it wrong. So like we may not be all in the same boat, but we're in the same storm. Oh yeah, I copied that from someone. (laughs) (laughs) We're not in the same boat, but we're in the same storm. And everybody has a different boat. Some are in the sea, (laughs) right? Some are floating on the racks. Um, But that's what you can think of when you're thinking about boundaries as you move forward this week. Is that stop comparing? Because although you may not be in the same boat, you guys we're all in the same storm, and we have the opportunity to encourage, fiercely love, lift each other up, and champion each other on. And we just want to encourage you this week to take some time for your wellness, your spiritual wellness, spend some time with God, 
your mental wellness, do something that you love to do that you know is going to help you in that area. And then physical wellness, you know what to do. You know what you need. Drink that water, move that body, <laughs> sleep, sleep, all sleep. those things. Yeah. Um, but we love you guys. And this was episode two about boundaries. Yes. You guys remember you're valued and you are loved.